Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for this very special online service. I'm so thankful that you chose to join us, you know, matter, no matter where you're from, all over the country. Thank you so much for joining us today for this special online. You know, tomorrow is July 4th and everyone's gonna be celebrating the independence and everybody's gonna be celebrating their freedom. And we're so thankful for all the men and women who died for us. They give us the freedom to be who we are today. And we're so grateful for that. And so today I wanna build a little bit on that. I wanna talk about radical freedom. That's right, radical freedom. You know, when you hear the word radical, most people think of fanatical, right? They think of something that's just a fanatical. But the word radical actually comes from this 14th century Latin word, radicalis, that means from the roots. So radical really means to be rooted in the original. And I want to talk a little bit about today about radical freedom, rooted in the original. We talk about, no, eradicating something from the roots. In fact, if you look, even in medicine, when we talk about medicine, we talk about radical surgery. It means to, to cut all the way to the root, to get it all, to cut everything out, to get to the root of the disease. In botany, we learn that radical leaves are found close to the root. The leaves that are closest to the roots are, are the radical leaves. And math, we know this. And some of you, you love math. I know you love math, all you math people out there. But when you think about radical number, it's the root of the equation. And then even in chemistry, you know, a radical is these two atoms and it's the smallest unit. And we know that a free radical is an unpaired electron, right? It's the smallest root that you can get in a molecule, right? So you can see it gets to the root of the issue. And grammar, the radical word, right, is the word by itself without the prefix or the suffix. And so we're getting to the original. We're getting to the root of freedom. We're gonna to get to where did this happen? Where did it come from? And what does it mean to, to be radically free? What Jesus says in John chapter eight, verse 36, he says, the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And that's the original freedom. That's the radical freedom that I wanna to talk to you today just for the next few moments. I love this, what Paul writes. He said, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So it's for freedom that Christ has. He doesn't want us to walk in bondage anymore. He wants us to walk in this radical freedom that he has given us. So, so, so what do you mean, Pastor Daniel, when you talk about radical freedom? And what is radical freedom? Now, just a few things here before I get into some application points that i like to share with you when it comes to radical freedom. Radical freedom in your life, to be away from bondage, the radical freedom in your life is someone who has a clear conscience. When your conscience is clear, you can live in this unbelievable freedom that you can walk in this freedom that's found only in Christ. A clear conscience is someone who knows I have all my sins are forgiven. That's right, all. All my sins have been forgiven. But not only forgiven, they have been forgotten. The Bible says that God takes our sins and casts them as far as the east is to the west. Can you imagine? He completely removes them. Not just forgive us, he has forgotten them and all our guilt is gone. Now, why is that important? Why is that so important? Because guilt and resentment is the two most destructive emotions in your life. When you feel guilty or when you have resentment towards someone, it is the, these are emotions that would absolutely destroy your life and hold you in bondage. You can't feel guilty and happy at the same time. It's impossible. And Jesus says, I've come to remove the guilt. I've come to set you free. I've come to give you a clear conscience knowing that all your sins have been completely forgiven. I love this, Paul writes in Colossians 1, God has purchased our freedom with his blood and has forgiven us of all our sins. Folks, that's radical freedom. Knowing that all of my sins have been forgiven, rooted in the original of Christ, cleansing me and forgiving me of all of my sins. How did he do that? 
Well, the Bible says that Jesus came and he died on the cross for you and for me. And three days later, he got up out of the grave, watch this, so that we could have abundant life, a full life, a better life than we've ever dreamed of, to forgive us of all of our sins so we can walk in this radical freedom that's only found in him. Paul writes in Ephesians 1, by the death of Christ, we have been set free. And so my question to you, are you walking in bondage today or are you walking in freedom? You could have this radical freedom that's found only in Jesus. And so here's a question I have for you. Why do you keep blaming yourself for the stuff that God's already forgiven you? Have you thought about that? A lot of times we blame ourselves, we hold on to this bondage when we know that we've already been forgiven. And, and kind of, if you think about it, that's like an insult to Jesus. Because what you're saying to Jesus, what you do on the cross was not enough. Thank you for dying for me, but there's some way I gotta punish myself too to make sure I'm fully forgiven. Jesus says, no, I've come, I gave my life to set you free. Folks, that's radical freedom. Here's another thing, a second thing, is that we have now personal access to God. Think about that. That you and I can approach the creator of the universe with all access at any time of the day. We have personal access to God. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter three, it says, in Christ, through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Do you hear that? With freedom, we don't have to be scared, we don't have to be afraid, we have now access to the creator God of the universe. You and I, we have personal access to him because that is so good news for us. That means this, you don't have to pray through Mary, you don't have to pray through a saint, you don't have to go to a priest. You don't have to go to a pastor. You have direct access to God yourself. You can enter in his throne and you can talk to him at any time and he grants you this invitation to come at any moment of your life. Folks, that's freedom. That you and I have the freedom to approach God just the way we are. He accepts us and he will listen to us. Is that not amazing? that God forgives us of our sin. We have a clear conscience that he gives us access to him that we can come in 24-7. Folks, that is freedom. Not only having a clear conscience, not only having personal access to God, but here's another thing. Here's another thing, is that we now have the power to do what is right. Now, I wanna, I wanna expound on that just for a moment, that God's given me and you, he's given us the power of the Holy Spirit in us to do what is right. You see, a lot of people think freedom has no borders. Freedom has no boundaries, freedom has no limits. In fact, freedom has no rules, no regulations, no restrictions at all. And, and that's like a little, that's far from the truth. In fact, let me explain to you very clearly. Freedom is not an absence of limits in our life. In fact, freedom is the power that God graciously gives us to say yes or to say no. There's limits all around us. But freedom comes with the power that God graciously gives me and you to say yes or to say no. To say yes to the things of God and the no to the things that will destroy our lives. If you don't have the power to say no in your life, there's a word for that, and it's called an addiction. Some people can't say no, they're people pleasers, or we go on and on and on. You do not have the power to say no, which you're addicted to what people think about you, or you're addicted to things in your life, when you don't have the power to say no. But listen, you do have the power to say no. Jesus gives you the Holy Spirit within you and powers you to say no to destructive things in your life, so you can say yes to the best things in your life. Folks, that's freedom. Freedom has limits, yes, but the power to choose yes or no is radical freedom, and we must steward that wisely. We must steward that well. The one thing, if you think about it, when you think about all these self-help books that people write in our lives, because we all want self-help, right? How to manage your time better, how to lose weight, how to be a better leader, how to win with your finances, how to, how to win with your relationships, all those have good advice, but they don't have the power to change you. 
No book has the power to change you. You can absolutely read it, you can know it, and still not do it. And we know that with the Bible. People read it, they know it. They just don't apply it in their life. But the Holy Spirit lives within us and gives us the power to change. We can read, but now we have the power to apply it in our life to do what is right. Folks, that's radical, radical freedom. Here's another one that comes with radical freedom. Knowing that I have a purpose in my life knowing that I have a purpose, that I'm not here by accident, that God has a purpose for me, that I, I can walk in freedom, that no matter where I live, no matter what my job is, no matter what family that God put me in, guess what? I can walk in the freedom knowing that he put me here on purpose, for a purpose, with a purpose. Like I can walk in that freedom that he has for me. So many people are, are walking around with emptiness. If I only had another marriage, if I only had a better marriage, if I only had more money, if I only had that job, if I only had that house, if I only had a boyfriend, if I had a girlfriend, and we could go on and on and on and on and on. They're walking around with this emptiness inside of us. Peter writes in 1 Peter 1, he says, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you have been redeemed. Now watch this, from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers. From the empty way of life. You know what that Greek word for empty means? It, it, it means to be worthless. It means purposeless. It means empty. It means vain. It, it means useless. He says this, I have come to rescue you from a purposeless life, an empty life, a useless life, because I have a purpose that I want. For you. I want to free you from this. And that's radical freedom knowing that in Christ that I have a purpose. I'm here for a reason. You're here for a reason. You're even watching this for a reason, that you are not here by mistake. Folks, that's freedom that comes from knowing Jesus in our lives. Are you empty inside today? No matter where you're watching this from, no matter who you're watching this with, don't lie to yourself. Are you empty inside looking for something? I'm here to tell you, and I believe that God brought you here today to hear this, that only Jesus can fulfill that void. Only Jesus can fulfill that emptiness that's in your life. And then the last one before we move on, how do we apply this radical freedom? And this, is a, this was a big one for just throwing this out there too, is that we have freedom, watch this, of death and the devil. We don't have to fear death or the devil anymore because of what Jesus has done for us. Now, death is a universal fear. Now, a lot of people fear death, maybe not fear it itself, but they fear how they will die. But I don't know if you know about this, but the mortality rate here in the United States, at least, it's 100%. Like one out of one people die. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. It's happening. It's gonna to happen to all of us. It's coming our way unless the Lord Jesus comes back. And Satan wants you to fear death. He wants you to fear him. But Jesus says, I've come to take the sting out of death. That you don't have to be afraid to radically free you from that fear. The author of Hebrews writes this. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death, so that when Jesus died for us, that he might destroy him, which was the devil, who holds the power of death. And he goes and says, which is the devil. Now watch this. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. He's come to free us that we don't have to be afraid anymore. That, that, that death is just a gateway, a doorway to spend eternal life with Jesus where there'll be no more sin, no more cancer, no more tears, no more death, no more dying, be in the presence of Jesus for the rest of our life. And Satan wants you to fear that. He wants to do everything he can to cast doubt in your life. But not only to be afraid of death, but to be afraid of him. You see, can the devil dominate a believer's life? Sure, if you give in to temptation. In fact, the only place he can dominate your life are the places that you begin to believe his lies. 
Because as a believer, he can't possess you. He can't kick the Holy Spirit out of you. But if you believe his lies, that's the area of your life that he can dominate you in your life. But the Bible tells us that Jesus come to remove that lie, to remove the enemy, that you don't have to be afraid, took the sting out of his, his lie, out of, his, out of death and out of him, that he does not have the power to destroy you, that we don't have to fear him anymore. But the only thing he can do is lie to us. And the Bible says he's the father of lies and he's full of them. And he will lie to you to try his best to destroy you so you don't walk in this radical freedom. Now, how do I do that? Like, how do I walk in this clear conscience and how do I walk, you know, and knowing I have a purpose and, and how do I walk in, and knowing that I can do the right thing and I don't have to be afraid of death like, and afraid of the devil? Like, how do, how do I do that? What's some practical things that I can do? And so for the next few mo moments here before we close, let me share with you how this happens. Like, what are some things? There's all kinds of things, but let me share with you as we build on last series that we've done last month, let me share some things on how you can walk in this radical freedom in your life. So if you're taking notes, it's a good time. You want to pause, you can push pause, you need to or yell at the kids, tell them to go bring your pen and paper to the room or living room, wherever. If you're driving, keep both hands on the wheel and just keep listening to me because we're gonna walk through this together. So let me tell you really easy, what can you do to walk in radical freedom that only found in Christ Jesus? Here's the first thing you do. Always submit to the Holy Spirit. If you will submit to the Holy Spirit, you will begin to walk in freedom. You will not walk in just any freedom. You will walk in the original, the radical freedom, at the root of it, where the Holy Spirit comes to set you free. How do you do that? You communicate with God as you yield before him. And we talked about prayer last series, last month. You can go back and watch that. We talked about that. When I yield to him and I submit to the spirit, I can walk in the spirit. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians, where the spirit of the Lord is. Now listen, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And if the Spirit of God lives within me, then that means I have the power to walk in, to walk in freedom when I submit to the Holy Spirit. Because with the Spirit, watch this, when I walk in the Spirit, there's power. But when I walk in self, there's bondage. And if you're walking in bondage, it's because you're dependent upon yourself. But if I will yield to the Spirit, I will walk in power and I will walk in freedom that comes from knowing Him. Here's the second thing I can do. I can always trust the truth that I can always trust God's word. We talked about that last series. We talked about the Bible. We talked about how it's God's word in our life and how it speaks into our hearts. It's the source of power. It's the number one way that God wants to speak to us. In fact, Jesus says, if you'll continue on my word, then you will really be my disciple and you will know the truth. And come on, yell at me. Come on, you gotta speak to me, you know, because nobody's here. You gotta speak to me, right? If you know the truth, the truth will what? Say it, say it out loud. Right where you said, in your living room, where you're watching this, say it right. The truth will what? It'll set you free. If, watch this, if you'll continue in my word, if you'll trust my word, if you'll trust the truth, you will be set free. That is radical freedom. To walk in the spirit and to yield and, and to the truth and get in God's word, there's freedom that comes from always trusting the truth. Psalms 119 says this, I will walk about, watch this, in freedom. How? How do I do that? Look what he says. For I have sought out your precepts, your commands, your law, your word. And because I've stored your word in my heart, I will walk in freedom all my days, no matter what I do. Folks, that's freedom. Empowered by the Spirit, walking and living the truth of God's word. And then lastly, and the third one, this is a practical way that we could do this. Yield to the Spirit, get in God's word, trust his word in our life. And lastly, always use your freedom to serve other people. God gave you freedom not to be served. He said, I didn't come, watch this, 
to be served. I come to be a servant, Jesus said. Because you had this radical freedom in your life. Because you have been set free. Use your freedom to serve the people around you. I love this. Listen to what Galatians says. Paul writes this. You were called to be free. Look, look here. You were called to be free, but don't use your freedom to indulge in your sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. Serve one another. With what? With your freedom that's been given to you. The more you serve other people, the more freedom that God gives you, the more freedom he gives you, the more unselfish you become, the more generous you become, and the more gracious that you will become. So if I would just yield to the Spirit, get in his word, trust his word, and use my freedom to serve the people around me. Could you imagine? Could you imagine tomorrow morning? You know, some of you, a lot of you, you have tomorrow off. It's 4th of July. You have a day to, to celebrate, be at home, have cookouts. You're gonna go to a lake or a pool party, whatever you do. Imagine tomorrow morning when you wake up, you said this to yourself. Okay, Lord, today I'm gonna submit to your spirit. Before I even get out of bed, today I'm gonna submit to your spirit. Today I'm going to trust your truth of your word, what it says about me. I'm gonna trust your word. And today I'm gonna use my freedom to serve the people around me. Whoever you bring in my life today, God, I'm gonna use that freedom to humble myself and serve them. How do you think your day would go? If you just wake up with that mindset, if you just wake up thinking and believing that. So I'm gonna leave you with this. Remember, it's the truth that sets you free. It's the lie that holds you in bondage. And the Bible says the devil is the father of lies. He don't want you to walk in radical freedom, so he will lie to you. And he's gonna do everything he can to destroy you. Watch this, how? By lying. And the sad thing is a lot of times we believe those lies. We don't have to. We can walk in this freedom. So let's review in closing. I'm completely forgiven. I have personal access to God. I have the power to do what's right. God's given me a plan for my life. And if I die today, it's okay because I know where I'm going. I get to spend eternity with Jesus for the rest of my life. Folks, that's freedom. How do I do that? Submit to the Holy Spirit. Trust God's truth and use your freedom to serve others. And here's what I believe. You will walk in radical freedom. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your love and your grace and your mercy. God, thank you for the opportunity that we get to come and just open up your word in this very special online service. God, I thank you for everybody who's watching this or listening to this all over the country, all over the world. I pray that you would use your word, God, to speak to our hearts that we don't have to walk in bondage anymore that we can walk in this radical freedom that you've given us, that the freedom of knowing you, the freedom of your truth, because if we will walk in your truth, we will be set free. And so Holy Spirit, have your way in our life. I pray you'll guide and protect us in all that we do. For it's your name we ask and we pray, amen.